Hello, hello. Welcome into Game Setic, episode 101, the first episode of our live journey. I'm Alex Lyle Sparky 3. Hopefully, you're having a phenomenal day today. If you're tuning in live, we appreciate the hell out of you. You're watching this after the fact. We appreciate you. And if you're listening on one of the multiple audio platforms, we appreciate you, but we kind of question why you just don't go over to youtube.com forward slash Sparky 3 uh, and watch us live. Uh, join with me. I got both the boys here on Discord. Zach, John, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing good. We got a lot to talk about. We really I also do. feel like it's been a while, but I always feel like it's been a while. That's true. That's true. Well, yeah, true, true. And we do got a lot to talk about. Of course, last week we celebrated episode 100, where we ranked 25 video game consoles across Sega, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. So we took a week off, didn't talk about the normal news. So we have a lot of stuff from this week, plus some follow-up from last week, plus chatting about some games we've been playing here recently. It's going to be an overall pretty solid episode here today. John, what about you? How you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah, like like Zach said, it should be a pretty pretty interesting show today. Yeah, I, that's one way to put it. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about, especially right out of the gates. As you see in the title, we'll be chatting about Halo, of course. This this dumpster fire just keeps getting worse in some capacity, so we're going to be diving into that. As well, like I said, some things from that came out last week, including like the PlayStation 5 price increase, and as well as games that we're playing, Zach's been playing, Saints Row. Gonna get his thoughts on that one because I've only seen nothing but negativity. Nothing but negativity. So if you say anything positive about it, that's the only positive thing I would have heard so far. Uh, John completed his first round of Digimon Survive, and I've been playing the Mortary Assistant uh, quite a bit, actually. So I'll be chatting about that here in a little bit. Uh, so with this episode, first thing I want to announce here, I've already announced it on Terrible Football Show and Animan Plus, and in our Discord that you can join that link below. Uh, here recently, we have officially partnered with Agent Inc. Uh, to come out with some dope-ass merch here in the near future. So definitely stay tuned for that. I can't wait to show you guys what we have in the works with Agent Inc. Uh, basically, Sparky3Shop.com will still be active. We'll still put new stuff on there. We'll still give promo codes and everything of the sort. Uh, basically, think of like, you know, Sparky3, you know, Sparky3Shop.com, like the great value stuff, aka the stuff made by us. And think of the, like the Agent Inc. stuff like as the high-end stuff that's priced at a normal price. So it's going to be, can't wait to show you guys what we have in the works, especially if you're a terrible football show fan. We do have jerseys coming, customizable jerseys for a terrible football show. So that's going to be really sick. So really pumped up for that one. And then, of course, check out other sponsors like Rogue Energy, uh, Red Dragon, and Wayward Beard Company. Show some support. All of that's down in the description below. Uh, I think that's the main things, uh, you know, like, comment, subscribe, you know, be a friend, tell a friend, hopefully you're having a great day. Uh, boys, anything that you want to shout out, uh, before we actually really kind of dive into stuff here? John, I want it to be known that he made that whole Agent Inc. Inc. thing sound so much better compared to how I threw it. Our shop under the bus in Animan. <laughs> that's true, he did. <laughs> that's true. Um, besides that, I mean... It they're adding Gizmo to Multiverses come Thursday. Shout so out, anyone out. who remembers the Gremlin films will be able to play as Gizmo. Shout out, shout out. Okay, okay. John, what about you? Got anything you want to shout out? I got a PS5 now. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the PS5. <laughs> it, 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 they, they were, like, we've talked about it being impossible to get. And uh, I, I, I finally got one. Finally got one secured. Just in time, too, because we're not far away from God of War, of course, which we did that, get some yeah, new that's, gameplay that's soon. Yeah, that's one of the, the big things about, that I'm super excited that I got it for. Yeah, that and, like, Gotham Knights, since the previous-gen versions was canceled for that as well. Yep. So, I mean, right off the bat, yep. you got two two games right there that you're meeting, which you were already, you, you got a Series S, so you were already good on Gotham Knights if worse came, if worse came to worse. But now you got to, you know, you can get it on PS5 if you want to. So Yeah, yeah it's like, now I'm just excited, because now I can... 
there it's like there were plenty of games where I was looking at and I was like if I don't get a if I don't have a PS5 by then I'm either gonna have to play the PS4 version or some of them be like I, I didn't necessarily want to want to get PC version 4 but I might have to right so I don't gotta worry about that now yeah there you go there you go we're right around the corner from all the shit coming out October you know in November it's gonna be great uh, last thing to, I guess, plug here before we jump into stuff is that with the live shows, we'll be live every Saturday uh, for, the, for the most part. You know, no shit could pop up. Uh, around 6-ish uh, p.m. Central Standard Times, so that's when we'll go live. So make sure to hit the notification bell. You'll stay up to date with all that as well. Just go follow us over at Twitter, at GameStaticPod. Uh, go ahead and actually turn down the music now, our intro music. And uh, we can go ahead and look to start diving into stuff. All right, so let's go ahead and jump off with Halo Infinite, the disaster that it has been. And as I have here in the title, I'm I'm throwing out there this game should have never even fucking come out when it did. You know, it never should have come out. I mean, I get that you were trying to push it out because you already delayed it a year from the series launch where it's literally advertised on your box. Like, I get it. It's your flagship. I understand you want to get it out, but like... Uh, you know, now Halo Infinite, I feel like, has now entered the same realm as, like, some of... It's not... not same realm, but, like, not as bad. Because, obviously, the gameplay is good. But it's entered, like, in the, sa- other, in the same realm as some of these other games that shouldn't have come out when they did. And people are going to look at stuff like, you know, Halo Infinite in, in the same realm as, like, a Cyberpunk. Or even the Saints Row that just came out. Or, you know, I've seen a lot of people also compare it to, like, Gran Turismo 7. Because of it's, like, kind of... Same kind of realm where it's, like... This game needed to cook a little bit longer, as we've seen time and time again with Halo Infinite, and that's what we've seen here today, because currently, of course, we're in this Season 2. Uh, season 3 was supposed to come out you know, later this fall, which Season 3 was going to come out with various other things. I mean, campaign co-op should you know, have already been here, like, literally right now, and it's continued to get delayed. Forge, obviously, has been delayed and delayed and delayed. Uh, so here's what we got going on for Halo Infinite. So we're going to have a Season 2.5. Uh, not, you know, not just season three has been completely pushed back to 2023, uh, Oops. season 2.5 starting November 8th when season three should have started and will run till March, uh, till Oops. March 7th. This will come out with the forge beta, the forge beta. That's, that's, that was an interesting thing there. I saw is okay. So forge is still not close to being done, especially when you see some of the content coming for, uh, season three as well. Uh, so, it, you know, this will have campaign network, co-op, and missionary play. So, thank God to that. John, we can finally play Halo Infinite. So, that's cool. Now. Yeah, you will see. <laughs> I want to play the campaign, okay? I, I do want to play the campaign. Oh, I enjoy it. I don't want to play the campaign. <laughs> I just don't trust any of them. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's totally fair. <laughs> <laughs> It'll have a 30-tier battle pass, which, you know, that's significantly sh- shorter than the previous one, so further adds to the .5 level season. Two new maps, uh, match XP beta, which I wasn't sure what that was. What does that mean? Exactly. That's I, I thought you already got XP after matches. What does that mean? What is match I mean, XP I, beta? I Are only, you increasing the XP? I can only XP? assume it's a new system they're doing. Yeah. yeah. XP it, generation. Yeah. That's what I assumed it was, is essentially them rolling out a fix for, for like, a new, like, system for equation for how much you get per match but right uh also a new game mode which i think was a flag game mode if i remember correctly and december january events and then just quality of life uh and then season three does not start till march 7th runs to june 27th uh has two new maps as well new weapon and equipment 100 tier battle pass custom game browser will finally be added new narrative event new fracture event two new game modes in-game reporting and forge beta updates specifically forge beta 
So the full Forge mode is still not anywhere close to actually coming out. And then, like, you know, just quality of life stuff. So, I mean, like, bro, Halo Infinite, as we've talked about on so many occasions, but just more shit keeps coming out. Like, the game itself is so good. Like, the gameplay feels like a Halo game. Like, the the modern Halo game that we wanted it to be, you know, from like, you know, where Halo 4 and Halo 5 kind of fell short, right? Like, it's like that modern feel, but still feels like Halo. But Jesus Christ, 343 has dropped the ball in every other category imaginable. And I still think back to whenever, you know, um, it was announced that the uh, the campaign co-op wasn't going to be at launch. We were all hammering, like, don't even release the game. Like, just, just keep pushing it back for now. Like, this game is clearly like a dumpster fire. With all this, Split Screen uh, Campaign Co-op has been completely canceled. Uh, it will not come out at all. But here's the thing that I've seen, though. People have found a way, uh, you know, to glitch it where you can do it. I've been seeing videos of someone going through the process, and you can actually do it. So it's just like, what pushed 343 to cancel it? Because the first thing that I thought of is that for Split Screen Co-op, maybe 343 was having problems with players being on this open map, this open zone and players going in completely different directions. You know what I mean? Like, and being untethered from each other. That was my first thought. It's like, okay, maybe that's the issue. And the fact this is also on Xbox one and that ties into the whole problem. But the fact that I've now seen video of people finding this glitch where they can do it, it comes back to what the hell is going on. And you know, why was it, you know, let me get, let me get, you know, let me stress this. You know, none of us are necessarily jumping into split screen co-op, but it's like a staple for Halo, and it is very inviting for a lot of people, right? So I don't know, man. This whole thing is just an absolute disaster, and I just it blows me away that you know a, a franchise like this is taking such a massive, massive hit. What boys? What are your thoughts on this whole thing? Because you know this is just this is baffling to me. I mean, you say it's an absolute dumpster fire. I mean, I don't see it as an absolute dumpster fire. My thing is like. Could it have been released better? Yes, probably. Let but we specify. got what we got. It's an absolute and... dumpster fire for Halo. Brutally. Let me specify that. No, I'm sorry. Continue. I, guess, I, I, I was about to say, I've seen worse. <laughs> well, I, we've, uh, we've seen worse, like, worse for Halo with Master Chief Collection when it first came out. I don't know. This At this point, Halo Infinite's probably worse than what Mass Chief Collection was when it came well, out. Well, no, because at this point, people are complaining about, like, missing features, but at least the game works. Okay, that's Master fair. Chief Collection took, what, two years to even get working? Yeah, yeah it was fair. rough. Okay, that's fair. I mean, in terms of what... This is more or less just a thing of stuff that was supposedly supposed to be out whenever it was released has just been stretched out long for a long period of time now. And the people who really want it just have to keep waiting versus the people who are just playing the game are just like, hey, the game's fun. It's Halo. So, I mean, yeah, it sucks that split-screen co-op is, but as you said, we weren't going to be big on split-screen. It does suck for the people who would like to split-screen. The fact that we're still at least getting co-op campaigns nice. Oh. And Mission Replay, finally. <laughs> yeah, I don't... No, okay, that, that is one thing that... I don't know why it wasn't in there from the beginning. I just don't you already get have it. missions there. But eh. I think the the big thing with it is like with it's like I can understand delaying co-op and some of this stuff. But like they've got a you would think that since they separated the multiplayer and 
like the multiplayer from the base game. So it's two separate two separate things. You would think that w at least one of them would at least be finding a home as far as like timely updates, getting things fixed and things and that. But it's weird to see that still both games are getting such complaints. Like yeah, multiplayer's fun, but people are it's like people still complain about the matchmaking. There's not enough events, there's not enough stuff to do. That's true. It's like issues issues uh with all of that. But on the campaign side of it, it's like everybody that wants to play it co op, I mean we're still waiting on that. When it comes out, great. Hopefully it works right. But it's one of those it's like I kind of agree with Alex in the point of like at least the campaign side of it. I mean I don't I think if they hadn't have released all of it already and they were having to go back and patch it and it's like get everything ready uh, after people have been playing the game, they might be able to get it done a little bit quicker. Because since they like fully released it, they're having to it's like they're having to deal with updates to it at the time. Like, what are people actually having issues with? What glitches do they find that we have to fix and all that? At the same time as oh shit, we got to finish all the other stuff that we didn't get done in time yep so it it's one where it feels like at least on like the campaign side of it could have been delayed a little bit more and then it it, it might not be taking another year for some of this stuff to come in right but like multiplayer side of it i mean yeah the, the multiplayer is fun people that are playing it i mean keep having fun with it you'll it's like you're gonna get your updates just not as quick as you want them yeah also, shout out to Alex Light's number one simp. Uh, more like Halo infinitely disappointing. Am I right? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it is infinitely disappointing. But you know, uh, you know, the gameplay and the campaign, like playing the game, like we're like we're saying, is fun. But it's like also what you mentioned, just like the lack of content has been the killer, right? And it, like the, everything that has continued to happen and continued to pile up and just pile up over time, it just further drives the narrative that a lot of people have been saying that like. Clearly, 343 was not ready for a live service game. And honestly, I'm kind of jumping on the boat that a lot of people kind of speculated that this wasn't supposed to be a live service game. And Microsoft may maybe made the change months before they decided to push out the multiplayer. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like with everything that's kind of happened, maybe this wasn't actually supposed to be live service. And it was just a change from Microsoft. I don't know. Uh, one thing I will, I, I will say, and I've seen a lot of people comment on this as well, is that uh, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter talk about, it's like, man, I'm going to love to watch like some sort of documentary sometime about this game, about what the fuck happened. And I kind of agree. I would love <laughs> to watch that. I want to know what happened with this game. And, you know, you know, a few weeks back, we were talking about like Forge and a few other things I remember. And, you know, from the stuff that I've seen with Forge, I I've sent some stuff to you guys, I think, on Discord. Uh, it, it, lo it looks insane. I mean, people re oh, yeah, completely so recreating Guardian, people creating uh, Andy's room from Toy Story. Like, yep. dude, it looks insane. But, you know, with everything that has continued to happen, I, I think I'm now going to si jump on John's boat where John said uh, weeks back that he didn't think Halo Infinite was going to be the game to kind of, you know, bring Halo back. You know what I mean? Because of everything that can kind of happened, John, that was pretty much your take a few weeks back, right? That you didn't think Halo Infinite would be the one to do it, even after it does yeah, get well, fixed eventually. Yeah, I, I think what I said there was it had the potential to be the game that brought it back, but after after everything that's happened, even when all these updates come through, when the game is in the state that everybody is like really happy for and was looking forward to, 
at that point, too much time has passed. Because one thing we're seeing, especially on the multiplayer side of it with complaints and things happening, is... Uh, I mean, we're not in, like, 2010 anymore. You can't... It's like you release a, like a, a t- two-team first-person shooter game where the it's like you just jump into it and play Team Deathmatch or Capture the Flag or something like that over and over again. That's not going to keep people engaged for the... 2,000, 3,000 hours that it did previous, like 10 years ago. Yeah, on Halo 3. 12 years ago, something like that. Now it's like, there's a reason why, like, games like Apex, Warzone, and that, they do these events all the time. They constantly shift up the seasons and and introduce new weapons or new things. It's because otherwise you're not going to, it's like, you you can be a great game, but you're not going to keep your player base if you, you don't give them an additional reason to play. If you just stay too consistent at all times, people want something new to mess with, change up the monotony and yeah. metas and all that fun stuff. Yeah. There's, there's too many games out there these days. It's like if they get frustrated with one, they're gonna go, they're gonna go download another. <clears throat> exactly, and it like one of our original kind of stances on this one is what's gonna make Halo continue to stand out besides just being Halo. You know, because of the lack of content. Because, like, you know, what you're talking about with how it used to be with, you know, Halo 3 and stuff, like, you know, if we got tired of one game mode, like me and you and, and Jared or whoever we were playing with at the time, we'd get tired of SWAT, which Jared get tired of SWAT very quickly. Shout out to him never getting that 40. Uh, or going to, like, you know, Team Slayer or something. We'd just go to Big Team. We'd go to whatever weekend event maybe had been happening, like Infection or Griffball or whatever, you know, like the, there was, or just go do custom games, you know, build up a lobby, you know, like, you know, which. I, I don't know, man. And also, again, shout out to Alex Light's number one simp. Thanks for the shout out. I want the record to be known. I have no idea who this is. And I want also want the record to be known. If this person is someone I know IRL, don't tell me who you are. I want to live in mystery about who this person is. Uh, I have no idea who that is, but shout out to them. I was just assuming you knew. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> uh, I assume he didn't know because that sounds like something someone we know would do. Yes. So let's keep it a mystery. Never tell me who you are. I would appreciate that. Just let, let's keep it the mystery. But no, everything with Halo Infinite, like it's like what Alex Light's number one sip said. It's just infinitely disappointing because like this game has so much potential and so much promise, and I do think that uh, it's going to be at a point like two years from now where it's going to be phenomenal and have like a boost in players, but it won't be to the stage that it that it could have been to begin with. Which I think goes back to you know one of John's original points there is that it can it has the chance. But it will never get to where it could have been if it was just all, I guess, done right or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. In two years, there'll be an IGN article or something. Halo Infinite finally to a playable state. Yeah. <laughs> finally yeah, to something a, like that. Well, finally to an overall entertaining state. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It, it's been fascinating to watch. I'm gonna double up with everyone on Twitter that's been saying, "I hope a documentary comes out about this." You know, <laughs> because I want to see. I want to hear what happened. I want to hear what happened with this game. Man, what a disaster. Uh, okay, any other thoughts on Halo? If not, we can hop over to the next thing we got lined up. No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, okay, so next up, uh, I wanted to take a moment to talk about this because, like, guys, we got a huge month ahead for September. We have a lot of stuff happening in this month. Uh, the like Just the next two episodes, 102 and 103, we're going to have a lot of interesting stuff to talk about, and I'm really pumped up for it. Uh, so kind of going down the list, the first thing that we have up that I'm I'm personally looking forward to is uh, CD Projekt Red will be revealing what's next for Cyberpunk 2077 uh, on the 6th. 
uh, as well as showcasing uh, some of Edge Runners that that new anime, which actually looks really good. It, dude, the trailer for that looks fucking sick. Yeah, like I was they doing a trailer for that just yeah, come out. It did, it yeah. did, and it looks it looks like it looks awesome. <laughs> like so, I'm looking forward to that yeah. live stream on the sixth. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to that too because just yesterday I redownloaded Cyberpunk. Oh, there you go. Okay, okay. How big was that file? I I don't know. It didn't take long. Okay. Hopefully that hopefully that they gave up on it is what my number one simp said. Uh, no, Cyberpunk is fun. You need to relax. Okay. Now I kind of want to know who you are so I can go have a conversation with you. You need to relax. Cy- obviously not your simp because they're not follow- They don't follow you enough to know how much you love Cyberpunk. I loved the game and it is you know it was on our fifty video games. You absolutely need to play. You know it's a great game. It's just uh, obviously had a rough launch to say the least. Uh, but no. I I don't know if it had a rough launch or not, man. When I played it, it was flawless. <laughs> I was about to say, it worked fine for me, too. It, it, same thing with Jared, and he was playing on a laptop. Granted, it was a high-end gaming laptop. I think I'm the only one that actually had like a lot of crashes, and I'm playing on a PS5. You know, and I still think it's hilarious that with the amount of crashes that I had in that game, um, the fact that it crashed in the credits I thought was like the perfect cherry on top. I still, I still find that hilarious. But anyway, looking forward to that live stream on the 6th. Uh, there has been a lot of conversation that there isn't going to be a Nintendo Direct this month, uh, possibly like the week of the 12th. Uh, not going to happen. See, I, okay, look, I think it's going to happen. I just don't know if you, it's going to be a full direct or a partner. A Listen, calm down. I was say, they, didn't you say there was going to be one in May? And we, I was gonna say, no, no, it was June. Thank you. It hey, was June, hey, it, and we got at one. Least, at least once a month, he's got to predict a nin- Nintendo Direct or he doesn't feel fulfilled. That is true. I need to. I need to get this out, man. Uh, no, I mean, look, they've never missed a September uh, September direct since the switch has started. Now, could this be the first? Yeah, it could be. But at the same time, like, I think this is probably the right time to do a direct and kind of set up your first half of 2023 because they don't do it now. When are they going to do it? They don't normally do directs in October or November or whatever. So, I mean, I do think there will be a direct this month. Will it be full-fledged direct or like a partner showcase or whatever or an indie? I would have no idea on that. It could be an indie. Uh, I think it will be a normal direct personally. Uh, and from a lot of conversation I'm seeing online, one thing to expect is a huge focus on Zelda, most notably like the Wind Waker Twilight Princess uh, combo, uh, and maybe the Metroid Prime remaster finally makes its appearance. And as my number one simp said, maybe they will announce a new Fire Emblem. The new Fire Emblem is done. It is in their back pocket. It's just a matter of when they're going to announce it. I just want to take a moment here. Zach, the last like four times he's brought up a Nintendo Direct, <laughs> he has also brought up Wind Waker. I was I just gonna that. leave it at this point. It's, it's coming. It's, it's it's done. Here's the thing, you just because you say it every time doesn't mean it's actually happening. It's gonna happen. He's, he's at this point. He's at that role of if he just says it every time, it's a win when it eventually does happen. Yeah, he can say he it's gonna happen. It. It's gonna happen. He'll be like, I predicted. It. It's like it, you didn't predict it. You just kept repeating it. You know that like actually that's... that reminds me of something. Uh, I I had to go back the other day and uh, I listened to the ATFS draft special because I had to go. I had to go listen to a certain part of the, the episode, right? And once it got to like pick twenty to like the end of the first round, Tyler pointed this out and I noticed it too because you know me and Shane just kept saying the same three players when it came to the pick. It's like, oh, it's got to be one of these three guys. They didn't get picked. Next pick. Oh, it's got to be one of these three guys. Next pick. They didn't get picked. Oh, it's got to be one of these. Nonstop. So same premise here. It's just what I do, I guess. I keep plugging the same thing until it happens. My simp gets it. They say if Alex says it's going to happen, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Look, look, the combo is done. They're just putting it in their back pocket for now. I think it's happening, personally. But we'll see. 
we're more likely to see that fire emblem since we've seen some actual leaks That's from tr- that. Now, I do hope that we get to see that as well, but I have a gut feeling that that may not get like shown off till like maybe like one of the first directs next year. But it'd be awesome I, if it was at this I, direct. I'm just gonna say if that's your gut feeling that you're thinking that's not gonna happen, but the Legend of Zelda stuff's gonna happen, I'd flip flop those if I were you. <laughs> Look, oh, both. You They're both gonna happen. <laughs> Don't be like this, man. They're both gonna happen. Uh, next thing that we have up is we do have, of course, D23 going on. That happens every single year. It's never really relevant in gaming, but for this year it is because they are doing the first ever Disney and Marvel game showcase. Uh, so some things that you could possibly see is maybe finally see whatever Amy uh, Hennings, uh, you know, with Scott Anthony Media, whatever her new game is, uh, which from what I've been seeing is potentially Fantastic Four, uh, which that would be that'd be an interesting. We'll see. Uh, maybe the Black Panther game. I highly doubt it personally. Uh, maybe Spider-Man 2, maybe Wolverine, and I have also, I think I did also see that Marvel Snap will be confirmed to be there in some capacity. So maybe an actual release date, since it's still I in... mean, if we want Marvel Snap, I can just pull it up on my phone. All right, right relax, relax. John and I are over here we wanting really to play. got you off of it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get I mean, there at some fun. point. It's a good card game. Well, to my understanding, it will be at that Marvel game showcase, so maybe that means it will have its release date, you know, because me and John want to play. So looking forward to that. Uh, and then, of course, we do have the Ubisoft Forward, which has been announced for like three months now, uh, coming out on the 10th uh, next Saturday, uh, which will be fully revealing Assassin's Creed Mirage, which was initially leaked. And then Ubisoft said, fuck it. It got a, it got leaked. We're just going to go ahead and reveal that. Yes, it is correct. That is that is a thing that's happening, which is the one that was set in the, you know, the Baghdad setting yep. uh, set for spring 2023. Uh, it's a more of a return to basics. Several of like the RP... RPG elements are removed. Uh, so it's like, you know, it's going to be like going back to like AC1 or AC2. In fact, apparently an AC1 remake is in the works is one rumor that I came across as well. <laughs> I mean, that sounds interesting. I just hope they don't go too far back to the basics. Yeah, still keep the quality of life improvements that like the later ones have, but still like give it more. Yes, like, yeah. please. Yeah. I mean, I didn't dislike the RPGs elements in the newest games. They did drag the games out a little bit. Right. Looking at you, I'm Valhalla. Gonna, I was gonna say Valhalla. It's like I I put like forty or fifty hours into that game. It felt like I was quarter of the way through it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if they bring some of that back, they could still probably keep a couple of RPG elements and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, I'll be curious to see what they actually show us of that. Yeah, I will be too. Especially if it's like going back to more of the basics thing. That's kind of. It's more inviting because it's like, you know, with Valhalla, like what John just said, he didn't even feel like it made a quarter into the game. It, it scares people off from wanting to play the game because you feel like you're never going to finish it. You know, so, you know, this could be a good thing going back to basics for uh, for Mirage. So I'll, I'll be looking forward to seeing more on it. Uh, and then, of course, we do the Tokyo Game Show this month as well. Microsoft, Bondi, Capcom, Sega, Konami, Square are some of the ones that are confirmed to be there. Apparently, Konami is 100 like this. I think this was announced like per, from Konami. This is not just some leak or rumor. Like, this is legit. This is happening. They will announce a new game, and apparently it's being described as uh, part of a, you know, it's beloved around the world for a series that it's in, which could be one of few. It could be this rumored Silent Hill that we've talked about. Or it could be Metal Gear Solid, because I've also seen some reports that Metal Gear Solid 1 through 3 remasters are coming to PC and console. Which you know they, they are, they are of, trapped But I don't there. know if Konami owns it. Uh, it's called... It's that game where you roll up the world into a big old ball. Oh, God. I know what you're talking about, but I forgot it. I forgot the name of it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I know a lot of people highly uh, love that game. 
And it's sort of fitting that beloved around the world. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what game. Doesn't it start with like a K or something? Yeah. Katamari? Yes. Yeah, Katamari. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Number one simp got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that, that, I, don't think, I don't think that's from Konami. I don't know who does that, personally. I think it, might, it might be a Sony thing, isn't it? I have no idea. I was about to say, John just had it pulled up. <laughs> yeah, anyway. While John's Katamari. pulling that back up. What you got? I made it published through Bandai. Oh, okay. Well, so it still might show up. It still might show up, but not not the Konami thing. I mean, the Konami okay. thing is probably just going to be potentially like this Metal Gear Solid 1 through 3 remake that apparently is being rumored, or um, this room, long rumored Silent Hill that has been like leaked and talked about, whatever. So it, it's going to be one of the two. But hey, I mean, shout out to the fact that Konami remembered that they have video game IPs. You know, so shout out to that. That's a, that's a big deal for Konami fans, or fans of those franchises, not necessarily fans of Konami. Uh, one thing that I was kind of wondering is that uh, are we going to maybe get some sort of uh, release down that One Piece game? Because that thing's been like radio silent. Uh, you know, this was kind of the area where if we're going to hear any more on Odyssey, uh, it would be here at this show. So we'll keep an eye out for that. And then Square's got a lot of confirmed games for Spoken, uh, Valkyrie Elysium, uh, Star Ocean, Crisis Core, Deal Field, Harvestella, Tactus Ogre, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, and Final Fantasy XVI all confirmed to be at this show. That's pretty cool. That's, That's going to be fun. Yeah, that is going to be very fun. There's a, there's a lot of games that I just named there that I'm really looking forward to seeing more on. Uh, other confirmed games is like Wulong, uh, the game that I know caught your eye, uh, Zach. We actually got some information on that in the wrap-up this week. Uh, Sonic will be there. Persona 5, 4, and 3, of course, the ones coming to you know Game Pass and whatever. Hogwarts Legacy, Gotham Knights, uh, Street Fighter, Exo Primal, and then Mega Man Battle Network Collection, which looking forward to seeing anything on that. Uh, but no, uh, lots, lots, uh, lots of dope stuff coming out of this month. Um, anything in particular you guys uh, are like number one the most look forward to? Because for me, it's probably like all those games from Square. Because there's so many games right now on that I just named that I'm very interested on in seeing more on. Really, just Tokyo Game Show, fifteenth uh, to eighteenth is, is where I've got my eyes set at the moment. I was about to say Tokyo Game Show probably looks the best for this month. I will be curious to see what that D twenty three is going to be with their the Marvel. Marvel Disney Showcase because yep. since this is the first time they're doing it, depending on what they show, it may become a yearly thing, which would be nice, especially with a bunch of those Marvel game IPs. Since we're still hoping for a solid one, yeah, I think the I think the only thing with the the like the D twenty three with the Marvel Showcase. Is we know none of those games are coming anytime soon. That is true. That is true. See, that's why I'm seeing it's probably going to be more of a Disney games than yeah. Marvel. Yeah, it's like we know the Marvel games probably aren't coming. Star we, know Wars, we know they're Fallen, there and eventually Order coming. Whatever. What? Star Wars Jedi Survivor, that may be there. Yeah. yeah I mean, Disney's there. got their, which it'll be releasing that same week. Uh,. Their weird Stardew Valley Disney thing. I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know what it's called. But I've seen a couple things with it pop up where it's like, you have a Disney island, Disneyland's been corrupted or some crap, and you got to slowly build an island for the, all the Disney characters in to live on. I have not seen this, no. I don't know what this is, but... <laughs> it's, a, it's a Disney I'm... Stardew Valley game. It's for I don't know what it is, point. but sign me up. Uh, yeah, I, I have not heard of this. <laughs> We're going to have to get a name for that. Uh, my number one yeah. simp also asked, what about Wukong? Uh, and that is actually one of our talking points is that, uh, in the, in the time that we took a break after 99 and did 100, uh, we did have our yearly August update of black myth Wukong, a game that John and I especially have been keeping our eye on for since the game has been revealed two years ago. 
Um, John, it's only we'll... been two years. It feels like it's been way longer. I know. Than that. Well, it's since we only get like one update a year, it feels like it's been forever. But what did you think of the new trailer? I thought because I thought it looked sick. Because I like one thing that I, I thought was very. I didn't imp- actually, I didn't actually watch it yet. Oh, okay. I thought it looked sick. It, it's not that long, so if you want to pull it up now, you're good. Uh, the the one thing also, that I th- what's up? That Disney game is called Dreamlight Valley. I have not heard of this. Hold on, <laughs> let me look this up. Dreamlight Valley. Let's see, Dreamlight Valley. Yeah, Disney Dreamlight Valley. Okay. This is how I derail shows by finding random ass games that are suggested to me. When the hell was this announced? <laughs> I saw the first thing I saw was an IGN video a month ago. Oh, okay. Hey, it's only 30 bucks. That's not bad. Jesus Christ. This Black Myth game just looks... Every time they show something, it looks like a, like 10 times better. I know, dude. I'm pumped. <laughs> like, it looks so good. The one thing that I thought was uh, super important to note from that is that, you know, that in that particular trailer that gameplay trailer is like don't feel like you have it's kind of like any other souls game don't feel like you have to stay trapped in like this one particular situation because that's like the general thing for souls games you know and like elden ring and stuff like that is like hey if you can't beat a boss dip out like dip the fuck out bro because like right when they go into this trailer the first boss they're going up to fight you know they start getting their absolute shit wrecked and they're just like all right yep i'm dipping out see ya deuces and they just bounced showed off a couple more abilities as well as a few other things i mean dude every time they show this game it looks awesome this looks fucking sick yeah i'm so pumped for black myth wukong the the one thing about this trailer as well they still gave no sort of release window so it's still just for 2023 but other than that like no month or anything it's still just and we'll see it come out next year we'll find out in august yeah we'll find out next (laughs) august yeah Yeah, our yearly black myth wukong update the next update will just be and the game's released yeah exactly it's now out have fun I'm pumped for this game, dude. It's gonna be so much fun, so much fun. I'm I'm ready for it. Uh, but no, that that uh, that 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 valley thing. That's uh, that's pretty interesting. The Dreamland Valley, whatever. It's a Dreamlight, whatever. That's pretty interesting. I I had no idea that was announced, so I'm gonna have to look into that one. You know, see see more. But yeah, that would probably be at the. Uh, I would expect that to be a D23 as well. So, but no, big month ahead. Like literally, just our next two episodes, 102 and 103. We have a uh, we have a lot of shit to talk about, and I'm really excited for it. Uh, we also did get some very brief clips out for uh, the new God of War Ragnarok, where it's like play with your food is how it was being advertised. Based on this, that is how they that is how they advertised it. That is like the video that's okay. Like, that's how they let off the videos that you can play with your food, but you don't want to play with your food too much because some of them will wreck your shit. You know that's that's basically what they were saying in, in the tra- in the little combat video they showcased. Uh, John, did you get a chance to check this out? What was your thoughts? Just still, yeah. I mean, we're already sold on this. We're already excited, I mean, but I, just further getting more excited. I mean, it's one of those where it's like I'm. I mean, I've been sold on the game since before it was even announced. We all knew another one was coming. Yeah. It's like I've I've been I've been ready for it. They just keep showing more stuff. I mean, to me, it looks to me it looks great, but I mean. There's there's still people online complaining about the way Ragnarok looks, saying it looks more like a like an expansion or like it doesn't look that much different. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, they spent they spent five or six years making the game, making the world, and everything. You think they're just gonna toss that out? Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna use all their assets sure. and then just like upscale them accordingly uh, where they can. But yeah, no, the game the game looks fantastic. I mean, combat looks. Combat looks fun. 
you're all over the place in this. <laughs> yeah, there's just so much more that you know, like they're saying, play with your food. Well, you know, well, it, the way it looks too in the in like the video they showed, it's not like it's not quite like the God of War 2018 combat, which was a lot more slower and methodical, felt like much meatier hits every time. This, it looks like you're still getting all your the meaty hits and everything, but it looks faster. That's true. So it looks like it looks like the combat is speeding up, which is a great thing. I'm here for that. Yeah, which I mean, also, I mean, it, it makes sense because we're coming off of the previous game where you spend the entire game kind of upgrading yourself <clears throat> and getting everything more powerful, and in this game, it's like, well, we've done that. So now let's just go go through and wreck some shit. Yeah. I never played The Last God of War, but all it just sounds like is old man Kratos got the dust off his bones, and now he's ready to go. Yeah, it's That's basically accurate. it. He went into retirement <laughs> for a few years and had to... And it's like, it took him it took him a little while to get back in the swing of things. And then now he's back. That's accurate. <laughs> now he's like, all right, the warm-up's over. It's time, time for the real shit to start now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I've had my time to get warmed up, you know, stretch stretch a little bit, get the bones going, you know, get the blood flowing. It's like, now we're, now we're at full speed. <laughs> That's basically accurate. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Pump, pump for the new God of War. We're not, we're not far. We're not far. In fact, uh, I think I have it on my home screen on my phone. Let me look. Um, right there next to Sonic Frontier. No, I don't. I don't have it on there, so I can't give you... Yes, yeah, it's right next to Sonic Frontier, which I got to say... It's disappointing, but like I probably won't play God of War right when it comes out, personally, because I know John's going to play it. So I'm going to be playing Sonic, so we can talk about Sonic on the show. So I'm going to talk about Sonic. That's the God of War show. <laughs> okay, relax. I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about Sonic. Thank you. <laughs> he's going to keep saying he talk. He's going to talk about Sonic until that week. Alex, we're just going to take it off the script. No, no. The only thing we're taking off the script is fucking Dragon Quest. <laughs> Like we're just that week will come like come around alex and you'll you'll like walk in that room and all of your sonic posters are going to be off the wall relax and you're just going to look and go what happened yeah no i'm going to walk in here they're all just going to be like thrown in the corner and then just magically there's gonna be multiple god of war posters up like what the f when the when did he have time he doesn't have a key to my house <laughs> zach <laughs> you traitor <laughs> No, I'm gonna be treachery when it's true. <laughs> I'm gonna be playing Sonic that week, so we can talk about it on the show. Because I know you'll be playing God of War, and also my simp said Sonic will be better. See, they get it. <laughs> I mean, they could be wrong too. God of War, more like God of Boar. See, they get it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know who that is at this point. <laughs> I I low key think i know i i do th I, th I think i know who it is as well but i still don't want to officially know i want it to stay a mystery all right <laughs> but no I'm, I'm excited for both okay. i'm excited for both but i will be playing sonic obviously it does come out a day before so i'll be jumping into it that day and i'll probably play it up until the till we do the show uh after we do the show then i'll probably jump into god of war so uh, i was able to do my sonic talk now i can play some god of war so we'll see how it goes though I'm really pumped uh, okay, let's uh, get over to the PS5 stuff that took place last week, kind of give our thoughts on that. Uh, PS5, uh, both the digital and the physical versions have gone with a price increase. Uh, the markets that are affected is Europe, UK, Japan, China, Australia, Mexico, Canada. No change for the US, but one thing I want to point out, I've seen a lot of people point this out, even though there is no change for the US, John, that link that I sent you, 
for you be able to buy your uh, PlayStation Five from the uh, PlayStation Direct. You you yeah. know you got the Horizon bundle. That's the one that was in stock. That thing was in stock for like almost a, a, a week and a half. Like it just oh, went, it just well, went out of stock. The the yeah it was just like well the bundle that the bundle uh it showed it well like if you actually followed the link and went and looked at it because I followed it again. Uh, a couple days later, it was it actually went out of stock after a couple days, but the link remained active. Okay, okay. It's like the link remained active, but all of the all the bundles and consoles were out of stock. Right. But yeah, the the bundle that I got, which was just the regular PS5 Horizon bundle, it was the last thing in stock because everybody was going for just the console or the digital editions and everything. And that's why I went for that bundle. I was like, everybody wants. Everybody wants the cheaper version of it. I'm just gonna get this. No one, no one's gonna be fighting for it. Right, right. Turns out I was right. <laughs> yeah, true, true. You know, people pointing that out that it stayed in stock for so long is like, did Sony like secretly increase the U.S. price by making only the bundle version, you know, available? You know that that I see. I saw a lot of chatter for that because of how long it was, it was in stock. Oh, so, uh, at least it's like I don't know if they just had made more of the bundles or had more of the bundles in stock because by the time you had sent me that link and I followed into it it was less than 10 minutes after like the tweet or whatever that you saw about it yep and two of the two of the editions were already sold out just like 10 minutes after the after the link went live yeah uh, with this, Xbox was asked and did confirm there w- is no price increase coming for the Series S or the X. And funny enough, uh, Nintendo was also asked about this, even though, you know, the Switch has 2015 hardware. Uh, but they were asked, you know, hey, you're going to ru- run up the price, and they did confirm no. So I guess good good for that, I guess. Even good though, for Nintendo. I, good for us. Even though I feel like it's pretty obvious, but, you know, okay. Good, you got to ask the question. Uh, but no, the... This has never happened before in gaming history where we see a, you know, a console have its price go up, you know, for like just the normal version. Like, you know, if it comes with stuff in it, that's fine. You know, we can understand when something will be $50 more or $100 more if it comes with stuff like the bundle that John got. It's five fifty because it comes with Horizon. Okay, it makes sense. But like just the base version of a console, it going up in price, this has never happened before ever in gaming history like this is unprecedented almost and now it just kind of brings up the questions like with the steps that's kind of being taken place from like microsoft and everything that with you know just the purchases they made and the titles that we know are eventually coming out plus game pass and stuff even though the playstation 5 is going to be a great console when it's all said and done with well with with a great library like is has sony already lost this generation because of like the price increase it's worse availability than the xbox you know, as Xbox already won this generation, because it's all I've seen some people kind of compare it to the a couple generations ago, where 360 was in pure dominance of that generation because of PS3's terrible launch price and the poor online. Like I'm seeing a lot of comparisons where it's like, wow, it's like you know, you know, this you know that generation, you know, Sony completely lost and 360 dominated. The next generation, you know, Sony completely dominated because they just stuck to the book, stuck to this, and Xbox struggled for multiple reasons. And now it's like flip flopped again. I mean, what are you guys' thoughts on this when it first came out? What are you guys kind of thinking about it now? Because like, 
I mean, obviously, like, you know, John and I have PlayStation 5. That's great. We're going to buy our games. And, we're, and we, as, as United States of America, are unaffected. But, man, this is, this is wild to me that we actually got a price increase, especially after Sony, you know, threw out there that they had record sales. I think this was just a few months ago that last year they had record sales when they got, like, the fiscal year report. So the fact that you're, you're praising how incredible in sales you did and then do this, it, it's, you know, it's pretty bad. You know, to say the least. You know, at least from a PR standpoint, and just kind of the standing of the company. Uh, how are you guys feeling about this? Uh, I mean, price increase on anything's not not great for uh, for the users or anybody wanting to get it. Definitely going to like steer them away. But I mean, the one thing to go with it is, I mean, there's there's a lot of everybody or it's like a lot of people are wanting. PS5 still. Like, the people yep. that don't have them are still wanting to get their hands on them. And it's one of those where it's like, they're, it's like, they only come into stock every every little bit. And then it's like, yeah, it's like for the US store, yeah, the, the one bundle stayed in stock for a little bit. But, I mean, I don't know how that's, that is for some of these other countries. It's like, they, I don't know what the availability is there. But it's like, it could just be where Sony's like, I'm we could probably get away with it because we know everybody wants it. It's like it, it. It seems like they're just kind of pushing the boundaries of what they can get away with. And I don't know if it's gonna turn un, turn people away enough for them to just completely reject it. Yeah, I sort of hear thinking on the same thought. It's like, yeah, the price increase sucks and everything, but. It's not an insane enough price increase where I think it's going to cause them to suffer too greatly just because PS4 did fantastic. So there's a lot of people who want to upgrade to that next generation who are used to the PS uh, PlayStation UI and everything. So, I mean, will they probably lose some? Maybe, but it may be more of a thing of they just stick with the PS4 a lo bit longer then eventually move up to P PS5 later rather than sooner. Also, shout out to uh, our, our boy, Dave. Awesome job, guys. Had a great time watching. Have had a great time watching. Shout out to Dave. Love you. You're beautiful. You're handsome. His account is uh, you know, Dapper Dave, so shout out to Dave. Uh, I, you know, and, and with that, in terms of like losing customers, I've actually seen some, uh, some comments on that where it's like people in various regions are now asking about certain titles coming out where it's like, okay, is this going to come out to PC? You know, because like I already have a PC and... Now I kind of don't want to pay this money to get a PS5. You know, so that's a common question that's now being asked, which I think we are heading that direction. We've chatted about that multiple times, and I, yeah. I, I do think a Sony launcher is coming. And what will really make that Sony launcher is, and again, we've talked about this as well, is that, you know, if it's going to have, uh, you know, the titles come out day one and not come out like no. eight months later, which... Not, so, not no, even no, a chance. No. Yeah, not going to... Yeah. The, only, the only games that come out for PlayStation that also come out for PC at the same time are third-party games. Yeah. Now, I will say, I do think we're heading in that direction, though, because, like, with the purchase of, like, Vicarious Vision... Not Vicarious Visions. God, uh... That's, oh God, I can't... I'm drawing a blank on the company that Sony bought. They bought some company who is pretty much only ported games over to pc for them that's literally been all the work they've done they oh, yeah. did they well, did horizon it, they did god of war uh they did spider-man here recently and various others so like with the purchase of that i think we're possibly heading in that direction of where when a sony launcher comes out we're going to be seeing these tiles drop day one 
I don't think I don't think we would see Sony titles coming to PC day one for years at the early years. Wow. Because okay. I mean, you got to look at it this way. I mean, if if I if I look up right now, uh, if I look up right now, Horizon Zero Dawn Definitive Edition on Steam, that game is still selling on Steam for fifty dollars. <laughs> Big depressed. <laughs> Yeah, because right. because Sony knows that people that haven't that don't don't have the consoles that hear about these games from the people that do are willing to pay full price when the games come to PC. So they can release it a couple years later or like a year, two years, three years later and people are still going to pay 50-60 for these games. It's like if it, if they start coming out day 1 they're it's like they're losing out on that like extra money that they can have i i do think that it is going to be happening it like it is something that's going to come but i don't think it's going to come quickly okay so you 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 think we're a couple years out from it even starting but you do think it'll come though it's like i think it'll come eventually okay the thing is right now like all of these sony games I mean, when they do make their way to PC, it's like they get a second life. I mean, there—I yeah, don't yes. think there's been a yeah. Sony game that's come out on Steam or whatever that hasn't immediately hit the top seller charts True. for Steam for whatever month or whatever week that it comes out. It's like they blow up when they come out and everybody plays them, whether it be for the first time or the second time, whatever. People I mean, just isn't... want to. It's like people want to see what it looks like on their high-end PCs. Think about that. Isn't Spider-Man still pretty much up there in the top seller still? Yeah, because people are loving the mods right now. Like, you know, I saw the one of playing as Shrek, and that was fantastic. That was horrifying. (laughs) That was great. The Kermit one is also making a lot of noise right now on Twitter. You know, the Kermit mod is making a lot of noise. People really dig that one as well. And, you know, um, know, to also still talk about, like, the day one releases and stuff, I'm with you where it's – it's not going to happen soon. Like these titles that people are asking for where it's like, okay, is this coming out soon? I'm with you guys on that. There's no chance it's happening. Like the, like titles in question is like Spider-Man two final fantasy 16. Those are a couple ones that I've, I've seen and people ask about where it's like, okay, is this one, are these going to come out like day one? Like, you know, because of price increase, I don't want to buy a PS five anymore. No, they are not. I, I would be blown away if either of those titles came out day one on PC, but will they come out eventually? Yeah. And when, but when we have a Sony launcher someday, then yeah, that's when I think we could see day one releases. But like what kind of John's saying here, it, we're, we're years away from that. I think personally, uh, also shout out to the compliments on my hair. I do appreciate that. And shout out to Tyler, uh, Wyoming wins in double OT, uh, shout out to the Dookie Brown Cowboys. Um, but no, the price increase though, uh, completely unprecedented. Um, and you know, it it comes down to what we're saying where it's like, people still want a PS five. They're still going to sell. Um, but I do think that from a general kind of standpoint from a gaming community, I think you are going to start to see a shift, uh, from like Sony back to Microsoft kind of like it was a couple generations ago, because again, you know, the Xbox series is more readily available. Uh, still, right now, if I wanted to, I could go buy another Series X if I wanted to. It's not far away. You know, Series S is always in stock. Plus, some of these big purchases and transactions that's happened. You know, with Call of Duty going to Game Pass, that was confirmed. Overwatch going to Game Pass. Diablo. So, you, granted, yes, they'll still be multi-plat. Then we go on a Game Pass, obviously a big selling point. Um, you know, then plus other things with you know uh, uh, with Bethesda and stuff. I do think we will start to see a shift in the wide you know in the wide gaming community of going more towards Microsoft and kind of steering away from Sony from how some of these 
things have happened, like price increase and various other things. Uh, and I will say, I don't think this is Jim Ryan's fault. I think this was made well above his head, and he's just going to be the guy taking the fall for it, in, in my opinion. I was about to say, that was my other thing with the PS5 increase, because we know the PS5s have a hard time getting on the market just because of pieces and whatnot. Yeah. So I'm almost curious if the price increase is because of them having to get those other components, and there's some sort of... <sighs> loss versus gain that they have to try and balance out now and that's, that's for the console increase that's a good point because uh just here recently there was actually a new ps5 that was launched that is like up that it's like two pounds lighter than the current one i don't know yeah. i don't know what's in it i don't know if it's like the one that we've heard about where it's like got a completely different chip or not i don't know if it's that one because that's one that we've heard about a lot that's coming out that will be a completely different model that does all the same things the current one does, just more with more readily available equipment. I don't know what this new one is that came, that's come out now. It, I guess it's not even a new one. It's like the new standard going forward where they're going to be like two pounds lighter for, I think, I think it was just like the heat sink is what they reduced on. Cause it's just a lot of copper that they use for that. Uh, so I think that's probably what it was. So, I mean, that, that's a good point as well because of the difficulty in getting it. So I don't know. Uh, you guys want to go move over from there? Talk about some games we've been playing and shit, or you have any other thoughts on the the price increase, or you know Microsoft versus Sony this generation, anything like that? Like that? No, not really. I mean, Microsoft has a sort of consistent possibility yeah. of taking the lead in console just because availability and stuff. But be curious to see how it finishes out. Right. Uh, I missed it. How much are they going up? Well, Dave, it's not for us. It's not going to be in the United States. This only affects other countries. It affects Europe, UK, Japan, China, Australia, Mexico, and Canada. Uh, there is no change for us. It's just affecting everywhere else. And I couldn't give you the exacts off the top of my head, you know, just different currencies and everything. Uh, but it was a pretty decent uh, increase to my understanding. But for as for now, the U.S., there is no change. Um, but again, yeah, Dave, as we were talking about, this is just completely like an unprecedented thing. This has never happened in gaming, um, you know, for just, you know, the, the console just to go up in price. So it's just, it's just been really interesting. Yep. Yes, sir. No problem. Uh, okay. So, uh, let's start with John. John, you finally completed your first run of Digimon Survive. How you I, feeling? I, I, I did. Uh, how you feeling? A lot of people died. Oh no. A lot of, a lot of people died in that run. So you sound like Brady when he completed his first Mass Effect 2 run and like almost everyone died. <laughs> uh yeah, I think I think of characters that can, can I'm curious uh, before you name this off, I'm I'm gonna look up the character list because I wanna well, fucking count this off. Yeah, he wants to know how just so you know, Zach, there is only two people that cannot die. <laughs> just to put it in perspective. Oh god. Uh, the two people that wait, the two people that cannot die? Yeah. Main character and the guy with Falcomon. Yeah, okay, okay, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I only had two other characters left. Oh no, John! Oh god! <laughs> John! <laughs> oh man. Well, technically three. I guess that's technically three. Alright, I got me a list. What we got? So, the only characters that I had live were uh, Kaito, Mew, and the Professor. I don't know if the professor could die, but those are the only three characters I had live. Besides uh, the guy with Falcom besides, and, yeah, and the besides, protagonist. Yeah, so like in the last couple chapters, I lost, like I think in the last three chapters, I lost three people. Oh my god. God dang it. <laughs> at least from this list that it got me, that's at least five characters who got off. <laughs> the uh, Ryo Shuji. Because what, we got Takuma... Minori, 
Yeah. Those, Howie, two, those two can't die. Takuma. Those two can't die? Yeah, the t- yeah, first two. Takuma's the, the main yeah. character. Yeah. And Minori can't die? Yeah, those yeah. two cannot die. So Aoi, Saki. Dead. Dead. Ryu. Dead. You said Kai- Kaito lived. Kaito lived and Miu lived. Miu. Oh, that's good. And Shuji. Yeah, Shuji dead. Yeah, Shuji is dead as fuck. <laughs> oh, there's there's another character, uh, Miyuki. She dead. She died too. God dang, John. She's, she's she's not like a she's not like a playable character, but there I I think there's endings where she can live. Uh so yeah, it was a it, it was a little bit of a bloodbath towards the end of the game. My number one simp said uh, that you're playing on Dark Souls mode. Man, it'll get. <laughs> he didn't play no Dark Souls. He's playing freaking Lemmings. The thing was, it was like everything was going smooth, and then around chapter nine, sh- it's like shit just started going wrong. Yeah, I remember when uh, you called me and we were chatting about it, where you're just like, "Yeah, I knew this character was gonna die because like everyone else had like their ultimates or megas, and she's still stuck at a champion." And I'm just like, "Oh, this ain't looking good for her." Yeah, it was a thing of I had ultimates for for every character except the one, and I was sitting there, I was like, "You know, the end of the chapter feels like, or the end of this part feels like it's coming up, and she does not have an ultimate yet." <laughs> This is not going to go well for her in this next battle. <laughs> but though I did find out. Okay, so uh it goes up through You don't get like the uh like the I didn't get any of the final evolution Digimon for the main characters except one and it was story related. Okay. Like so for the main character didn't get it. It's like I only the only one I unlocked was for uh Aoi. Okay. And it and was then you uh, got a kill. Well, it's story related. <laughs> story related why she got hers. <laughs> <laughs> she, she got real. <laughs> she got real. <laughs> so, uh, the, like the final evolution stuff, I didn't even see that for most of the cast. So in, in my next playthrough, I might actually be able to do that because I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep some characters alive this time. Cause I'll tell I'll tell Zach uh before we jumped in, I was like, yeah, you know, for the first playthrough, I figured I would just kind of go at it like uh kind of like me, just respond to it how I would respond to it. I don't I don't know what it is, man, but apparently apparently my attitude towards a lot of these questions and what people were talking to me about, they didn't like. Because <laughs> uh. Cause it didn't go well. <laughs> just leads to death. Yeah, it leads to death of almost your entire cast. Yeah, dude, the credits for this game are long as hell too. They oh, were running. Matter. They were running for like ten minutes. Oh my god, that's that's too much. They're slow. Yeah. The thing is, it's like it's a long credits list, and it's a really slow crawl. Oh no. I think uh, there's a game I recently played that had a really long credits list because it's the credits started. I was like, all right, I'm gonna go do stuff. I'm pretty sure I got to start a load of laundry, clean dishes, and make me dinner before I I came back, and it was still going. Yeah, yeah. Some it's like sometimes they just they they make it take a little too long. Like just make that scroll go like half, twice the speed, and we'll be good. Now, John, since you complete this first run, I mean, overall, like, what are your thoughts on the game? Because obviously, me and you are very critical of just the start. But oh, we still fucking but, awesome. Okay, okay, because that's that's kind of the vibe that I've got from you just talking to you off the show is that you fucking love this game. This it game, just had a rough is, start. Yeah, 
So it definitely it, picks up in those later chapters. The first, like, yeah, it picked three, up for me. And I didn't haven't beat it yet. The, the first, like, three to four chapters are kind of like a bit. It, they're a bit tedious the first playthrough. Uh, I'm just now starting the the second playthrough, so like I'm in the prologue stuff, but it's all stuff I've seen before. So I'm just like, there's a skip button where it just fast forwards through it all. So I've been I'm kind of letting that run. Uh, but yeah, no, it's like af- after playing it, the the later in that it gets, because the middle of the game, like the time to get your ultimates, is feels like it took too long to actually get there as for how long you end up having them because it's like you go through it's like you get your champions and that and then it's like you just kind of sit in you almost sit in this stagnant stage where like you're doing you're just going through the parts to battles and that uh to where you you feel strong and then you start it's like then you start catching up with everything story related as you progress further and it's like you're just waiting for your next evolution to come along uh but then it's like you get your ultimates and then it's like from there to the time of like megas and then to the end of the game it's like you you feel that feels a lot more natural as far as like a, a power progression for the for the cast and for like for the battles and that it just got a little tedious uh like I think I told Alex at one point, I'm like, the battles are feeling a little tedious right now. Yeah, but that's did. just because I was in the same... Uh, there was no progression for me other than, like, a level up... Like, leveling up after the battles and that, which gives me a little bit more stats. But it's like, the real progression of it felt like when you were actually getting new Digimon, when you were getting your new forms. Mm. Uh, and the the first couple stages, like, I mean, like, having Champion in that it just felt like a long time until you actually got to progress further. But once you get Megas, man, that's fun. You got Machine Dramon, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. My my main character, I kind of, I was, I was heading down one because it's basically like three, a tier list of three that you can have. And it's like, I had progressed down the bottom and then was shooting my way back up the top because I did not... I, that, I started actively choosing to do that, because I didn't care for the mons that were on the tree that I was heading down. <laughs> so I started going the other way. I got but, you. But uh, not at all disappointed with Machine Dramon. What would you rate the game? Incredible. Out of, out of ten? Eight and a half. It's pretty good. Pretty good. And if you're curious about playing Digimon Survive, you can use the link down below and go buy it on Amazon and that would uh, support the brand. We'd appreciate that. Yeah. No, it's like I would early on, I would have, I would have leaned towards like seven, like six and a half, seven, but the game just, the game picks up and it's just a constant climb. It just, it like, it feels so good. Uh, especially once you get like halfway through the game. Cause then it's like, then you get, it's like all your characters there it actually starts like, Story starts getting uh, filling out a bit because the first half of the game, they're kind of it's like they're trying to figure out what's going on, and then about halfway through the game, they start figuring out what's going on. So, makes it fun. I'll be looking forward to hearing from you about whenever you play more New Game Plus because I'm just kind of curious what New Game Plus brings to the table because I haven't looked it up. I haven't just 
go simply read an article. Um, so I am kind of curious about what New Game Plus is going to bring to it. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on that at some point. It may not be on the show. Just hit me up privately and let me know whenever you do it. Yeah. Uh, Zach, what about you? You've been playing some Saints Row. Uh, if you, Like I said earlier, if you say anything positive about that game, it's the only positive thing I've happened to hear so far. <laughs> Everyone is brutally shitting on this game. And it's to a point where you, well, you and I, we, we chatted about it the other day, uh, where it's like, because of how bad this game has launched and just like the state that it's in, Saints Row is probably dead for a very long time. You know, from and from reviews and just how the game is, that's the vibe that I've gotten. Have not played it. How, how are you feeling about the game? I mean, it's a Saints Row game in my mind. I mean, I had no optimism for this game. I was just like, it's a Saints Row game. I'm going to just go do some stupid stuff. There's going to be some shitty dialogue. It's going to be a subpar game. That's what I was expecting. That's what I got. I was not imagining this game to get a new franchise started just because... It wasn't a new development team. It's the Volition development team, in which I bought their previous game they did, Agents of Mayhem. That was a total flop. It was Combat was fun, but the story and everything was pretty much trash. And when I knew it was Volition, I was like, all right, this is just going to be a screw-around game to shut off my brain. Because, I'm going to be honest, their formula hasn't changed from 2003 when they've released the original Saints Row. My, my best spin for this game is... If you wanted to play the Saints Rose, you played back when and nowadays, because that's what it is. It doesn't feel like anything's changed other than character spaces and some different mechanics. Feels like it should be back in the 2000s, early 2000s. Very I mean, dated. I'm do what? Very dated. Oh yeah, easily. I mean, like in the opening scene, in the openings of the game, like it starts you with a whole. I'm assuming there's some betrayal storyline because it shows starts with you at the ha a house party at the mansion y'all have built and it ends with the fl with you being buried and then it goes several months earlier you're working for one of the other groups and whatnot it has some very cinematic combat going through some old western uh old old western style buildings that have been recreated and whatnot that you're just going around and blowing up and just ridiculous fights where, like, it literally it ends up with you on a high-tech jet hanging off on the side of it with one hand while shooting a machine pistol at people shooting at you. It makes no sense. It's ridiculous. There's really nothing to expect from this that's going to make sense. Two, it finishes your job. You're in the lockers, and the your lead's just like, here's your bonus pay. It's an empty envelope. She's, she's just like, well, where's my bonus? You didn't do what I told you, so you don't get any bonus. Now get the hell out of my locker. To your character getting in his truck and driving away and spending like eight minutes just saying balls in as many different ways as he can. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, this sets the standard, so I should expect nothing from this game. No, same just like a turn your brain off and play game. Correct. Yeah, that's the vibe that I'm getting. Yeah. yeah. Which it sounds like other people expected it to be something brand new. They did. Yes. The, the expectations were that this was going to put Saints Row back in the right direction, back, you know, where it can have a new, you know, multiple games come out of it. That was the ex expectation a lot of people had online. And, you know, now it's gotten, well, I, I think, the lowest Metacritic score Saints, uh, Saints Row games ever got, or one of the lowest. I don't remember. Uh, and just an absolute, considered an absolute dumpster fire of a game where it's just like, 
people was like, don't even buy this game for ten dollars. <laughs> I mean, as I said, it's a good just shut off your brain game. I mean, would I pay full price for it again? No, <laughs> it's definitely not worth that. Um, It'll probably go to Game Pass at some point. You can only hope. I would imagine it will. <laughs> I mean, it's just a open world, just go around shooting, do what. I mean, people should have understood this when they released the Boss Factory, and one of the features in it is you can literally just have your character nude and decide their chest or penis size. True. <laughs> when a game gives me that option, I'm merely just like, all right, all yeah. right I shouldn't care anymore. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Have you beat it yet? No. Okay. As I said, I I mean I've put a little bit of time in it and I've gotten I've opened a fair bit of the mechanics because it's a whole build your empire story, so as you play through you get more and more stuff unlocked. Right. Like like there's a whole LARP side story. Because apparently the whole city is a part of a big LARP competition and you make the Sandy Krakens in your castle. And you go around shooting people with LARP guns. <laughs> and it's a dumb thing, because, like, if you take it and just go shoot a random citizen, like, they suddenly just drop and make it as dramatic as possible. Also, my number one simp said people make fun of Skyrim and GTA, but it sounds like Saints Row has been le releasing the same game for, like, 20 years. Exactly! That, okay, so that's accurate. Okay. They even yeah. changed it and called it Agents of Mayhem at one point. Yeah, and people still expect it to change. No. Volition, <laughs> literally, they got their formula, and they stuck with it, and they have literally never tried to change it. It's like, well, this is what we're going to do, and you're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, they're like, this is the game we want to make, so we're going to make it yeah. again and again and again. And you're going to keep buying it. <laughs> uh, okay, so I've been playing the Mortary Assistant here recently. Uh, indie horror game on Steam. It's like 35 bucks. And also, shout out, it's actually getting a movie now. Uh, it is getting a movie now, which I thought was pretty cool when I saw that. Based movie. on what you told me about it, I could very much see that. I I'm going to go see that. Like, I I'm going I'm to see this movie. I'm, I'm going to look forward to that. It's going to be going to be pretty dope. No, it's a, it's a very fun it's a very fun game. Uh, my negatives for it is that it's, it, it can be very repetitive. So the general premise of the game is that you are working at a mortar. You know, you're embalming bodies and stuff, and there's demons involved, whatever. So every single night you come in, you have three bodies that you have to go through. Uh, and basically, throughout the night, various uh, hallucinations will happen to you, various um, you know little kind of things happening around you, um, and you you your whole purpose is try to figure out who the demon is out of like this list of possible demons, and then burn the correct body, come out on top. But then there's also like multiple endings that you have to try to go for, um, whether if it be simply picking the wrong demon and then possessing you, uh, just the standard ending that you, congratulations, you got the right body. You know, it's just, you know, you, you'll see that ending multiple times. There's an ending uh, that is a closure ending for our main character, Rebecca, because there's multiple elements from her past that keeps appearing in the hallucination. So if you go through certain steps, you can get that, you know, that perfect closure ending. There are even other endings that you can explore involving the guy, Raymond, who runs the, uh, the mortuary and everything. It, it's a very fascinating game. It's very fun. And even after you get all five endings and, you know, with the five endings, there's also various, there's, there's slight differences in the endings as well. So like ending four or five that will pop up, for example, may have two different sets of dialogue 
depending on what you do or depending on what you accomplish. But in like in terms of like the hallucinations, I do feel like there's not as many as I would like uh, because I mean I got the achievement for getting like uh, for seeing all story content whatever before I even got all the endings. Um, so I had three endings. I had to unlock two more, and I already got the achievement for seeing all the hallucinations. So, like, in that, it's kind of disappointing there, but I feel like a lot of the fun of the game is not only trying to figure out who the demon is, per se, but, like, also just the the smaller things happening around you. Because the hallucinations are obviously the big things, right? It happens, like, three or four times a night. Uh, sometimes they come out of the fucking gates quick. Like, I mean, I, I was playing the other night, and literally I'm getting on the computer to unlock the database that Raymond has set up with all the demon stuff, whatever. So, like, literally the start of the night, I haven't even gone and pulled a body out yet, and already an hallucination started. Like, it was super aggressive right out of the gate. You know, sometimes some nights are really passive, where it's like, ah, it's okay, it's not going really intense. But, like, all the little stuff that happens throughout the night where it's like you're sitting there, and you're like, you know, uh, doing whatever. You're inspecting a body, trying to figure out all the marks. And then if you pay attention, you'll see, you know, in the hallway that's directly in front of you, you'll see like the shadow figure appear at the end of the hallway. And as soon as you get finished up, it'll disappear. You'll be at the computer and like this little, you know, white demon that kind of looks like Gollum will just kind of appear above the computer and your, you know, like blurred peripheral vision, whatever. And as soon as you're off the computer, he goes away. You know, stuff like that. You'll walk down a hall and you'll get shoved into a wall. You know, lights will turn off. You'll get drugged down a hallway. This this creepy old lady will appear at times. Like, all of that's kind of like, in my opinion, the real draw to it. Because, like, every night it feels like it's going to be really different. But it still has, like, that vibe of, um, you know, it does feel like it is a little repetitive at times. Um, but, I mean, again, it is an indie game, but a very well-made indie game. You know, I've had some problems with a couple of, like, bugs and stuff like that, but overall it's really fun. And, like, the, the more that we've gotten into uh, multiple shifts, like, I think I'm in, like, shift 20 or something like that by this point, uh, more crazy shit starts to happen, which is also very fascinating. And it also gets a lot harder because, like, therefore, at the very beginning, it's actually pretty easy to figure out the demon if you really want to. Uh, I mean, it's not hard, you know, like number one, you'll get the symbols and stuff, and then you have to figure out which body that's the thing is burning the right body. If you have a guess on which body it is, you can just pull the body back out and check its wrist or check its back and look for an unusual mark, like a little demonic symbol or like an upside down cross or whatever. It's like, okay, there you go. There's the body. But they, you know, as the game goes on, it makes it so much harder to figure out which is the correct body. And it, it makes it really fascinating. Uh, there's so many different things that can happen to the bodies as well, where like one thing that happened, it's only happened one time. And like, as soon as you see it, you're immediately like, okay, yeah, you're the body. You know, you know which body it is, but it was so cool because it happened yet is that I, I, I pulled this dude out and I'm about to start looking at, you know, each part of his body, whatever. I, I start with his face because he had a mark on his cheek. I turned his face and his eyes followed. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I keep turning, the, you know, so his eyes were following me the whole time. Like, whenever I went to go, like, sew his mouth shut, like, it's looking at us, and he's looking directly at me. So I was like, okay, yeah, you're the possessed That's body. Nice touch. I'm going to burn the fuck out of you. But it only happened that one time. It hasn't happened since. So it's just little stuff like that that really makes the game fun. And, you know, uh, with how much success this game has already gotten, great reviews on Steam. A lot of streamers have been playing this game, like Markiplier, for example, and having a great time with it. Leads me to hope that maybe some more content can come out for it later on or just gives me more excitement for this uh, developer's next game, uh, whatever it's going to be, as well as the movie, you know, because this this, this does have an overarching story for you to unravel, you know, throughout multiple nights. 
Uh, I've really enjoyed it. I highly recommend it to the people that like horror stuff. That is, and if I mean, you don't like horror nice stuff, fucking play it. Go scare your shit. Go, go go scare yourself, John. That means you. Go play it. Nope. <laughs> Neither of you will play that Outlast multiplayer game with me whenever that comes out. What? There's oh, an Outlast yeah. multiplayer game that's going to be coming out. I have absolutely zero interest in playing Outlast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my number one simp said uh, they'll give anyone a movie these days. They're giving Spirit Halloween a movie. I don't know if that's a joke or not. If they, I haven't seen anything of they. I mean, they probably are. They I mean, probably they are. It wouldn't shock anyone. me. But uh, regardless of whether they give them a movie, it's still a win for the developer. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, I, I highly recommend the Mortar Assistant. It, it is a very fun game. Uh, I, I went into it with kind of mid expectations, you know, and I've come out with it like, okay, uh, this is been one honestly one of my favorite releases from this year honestly and truthfully like i've had a lot of fun with it i've played more on that the past two weeks than anything else uh dave also said i think they are so i guess they're making a spirit halloween movie shot to that i guess i don't watch watch the trailer <laughs> there's a trailer <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm gonna have to check out the trailer afterwards again i didn't know this was a thing what the fuck <laughs> oh sure yeah. Mortar Assistant, good game though. If, you, if you're a horror fan, highly recommend it. It's it's a lot of fun. Very much enjoy it. Uh, boys, any other thoughts on any of the talking point stuff? If not, we'll hit the weekly wrap up and we can uh, work our way out of here. No, I think we're good. All right, uh, all right. Weekly wrap up time. Hit all the quick news and we're gonna work our way out of here. So first thing we got up, our cool dude of the hotkeys is we did get a new trailer for Sonic Frontiers that I recommend everyone to go watch. It was super super ah. cool. Shut up, John. Uh, really enjoyed this. The more and more that's come out for this game, the more and more excited I'm getting. This has been such a weird marketing cycle. That IGN first thing did not do this game justice. That was really weird. At all. Like, it, it, it put the game in a bad spot. But everything since has been absolutely phenomenal, and I'm so pumped for this game. Um, all right, so the next thing that we have here, which also has an ad playing on this Twitter, uh, is that I don't know if you guys actually watched this or not. It was like a quick video. It wasn't anything like over the top or anything is that we did get uh, a little quick update from Hogwarts Legacy showing off the different common rooms, uh, that all of them being very clearly different, which is a nice touch, of course, and you would expect that. Uh, further getting more excited for Hogwarts Legacy. I did also see that it was confirmed that you can manually choose what house you get into, but the way they kind of put it is I guess you can leave it up to be completely random, or you can kind of do what, like, you know, how it is depicted in the books and like what Harry did where he's like anything but Slytherin, anything but Slytherin, you know? Uh, yeah. So there's, there's a also like, cause I was, I looked at it the other day. There's a page where like you can connect like, I guess, I guess like the phone game or something to it, or like you can connect an account to it and you oh, can what? Are you talking in the about game. You can, what's it? Are you talking about the, what Pottermore? No. Well, I, it, it was Pottermore or something. Okay. I, there were two different things that I hadn't seen about. Where like you can get your wand and your house selected by sign by connecting your accounts. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I don't think it's a bad thing to give people the choice to choose where they want to go, as long as the options obviously there to let it be completely random. Let's go yellow it. You know what I mean? I don't think it's a bad option to let people choose. I think I think it's a good thing. Uh, next thing that we got here in the weekly wrap up, which I thought this was pretty interesting and, you know, I get it. It's like a limited edition thing, but, it, and it sucks for these people, but apparently it's a lot of people it's happening to is that, uh, last of us part one firefly editions, the, the steel book edition have a lot of them have been turning up damaged. Uh, I've actually got a picture here from, uh, you know, for, for the, the, the two pictures that are currently being shown 
are not the same case. This is compl- two different cases because this person and his brother both bought one. Is the one that I'm currently showing from. Uh, this is an article from VGC. And uh, the big thing is that Sony is uh, flat out confirmed that they are not doing any replacements or refunds. You're stuck with it. You're stuck with a damaged steelbook. So kind of sucks there for anyone that was one that special edition. I would be absolutely livid if uh, that happened to me. But, you know, especially. Yeah, that'd be absolutely terrible. I would be so, so angry if that happened. But, you know, you know, I guess I, you know, I get it. They're probably a limited edition and they just don't want to print more. It sucks, but. It, it's, it is what it is sort of situation. Sucks for them, though. Uh, next thing that we do have, which I actually already did confirm earlier. I already plugged it, that uh, you know, COD and Diablo, Overwatch, and everything of the sort is coming to Game Pass at some point, uh, but will still be released on PlayStation as well. And then also with that, um, he apparently uh, Phil Spencer apparently wrote Jim Ryan a letter in January saying that Call of Duty would still be available on PlayStation for several more years beyond the current contract. <laughs> Which I guess he's putting this out there, you know, he is per The Verge, um, because of all of the massive backlash on this purchase that is currently going on, and most notably from Sony, as we chat about a couple weeks ago. Uh, next up, we got here, and and this one got me pretty excited. And uh, Zach, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure you'll be on the same boat as well as you, John. This is pretty cool to see and expected. Uh, the director of Until Dawn and the Quarry has revealed he is working on another full-scale horror title, which is uh, currently set to be released in 2026. So that is, again, to be expected that uh, after the success of Until Dawn, the success of Quarry, that another one is set to be in the works, which is super dope because both those games are very good, and I'll be looking forward to seeing what is next. I really just wish it wasn't constantly just four years of development for each one. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I sort of get it. With how much time and they put into it with casting, mocapping, and all that stuff, but still, damn. Right. Uh, next thing we got here, uh, we do have some info on Minecraft Legends. Uh, apparently, strategy gameplay similarities to Brutal Legends. Uh, generated open world landscape. Build an army, control a hero, do raids, etc. Single player or four player co op. Eighteen hour long story campaign, and there's also PvP versus mode. I'm sure we'll see more on this game at uh, some point here in the near future. I know it was. I'll be cool. honest. I don't remember this game. Uh, it was, this was a like three. The one where we got a weird, just like the one where it was like Minecraft, Steve and like a bunch of animals or like little villagers or goblins or something like running across the landscape. Oh, yeah. that one. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it was at the Xbox showcase. I'm pretty sure. Uh, next up, we do have the the Wulong uh, Fallen Dynasty. Got some info on that. Uh, forty hours long with a classic like uh, quest structure. Uh, the, now the forty hours can be increased depending on how you play. Which all right, that seems pretty straightforward and natural. Uh, apparently, the title can be very challenging and will include online multiplayer features that will allow up to three people in a group. So hey guys, how are you? You guys want to play? I know Zach. I know you're wanting to play. Uh, John, you want to play? I don't know what this is. All right, fair enough. Maybe we'll they still haven't play. really released any gameplay, but I mean, it still seems interesting. I'll be looking forward to looking uh, when they actually show actual gameplay. And I mean, I don't expect anything from you, Alex. <sighs> That's rude. <laughs> That's rude. See my simple Point. play with me. <laughs> don't don't be like that. That's mean. Uh, and then the last thing on the weekly wrap-up, to no surprise actually, at this point. I actually saw this when they released this. To no surprise at this point. We have more Xenoverse 2 DLC on the way for Dragon Ball, for Superhero. Anytime there's a new movie or show or anything coming out, it's like over over there, Xenoverse 2, they're just like, new DLC pack. 
Yep. <laughs> this game's game support is unreal for how long it's had support. When meanwhile, Fighters has now ended its support. I wouldn't be surprised when Dragon Ball Breakers comes out after seeing that it is part of the Xenoverse universe. They make DLC for Xenoverse 2 for that. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> uh, I actually just re-downloaded Xenoverse 2 on my Xbox literally just yesterday, and I was playing for a little while last night. After I saw that, I kind of got an itch for it. But, dude, the Xenoverse 2, just the amount of content support this game has had is, is unbelievable to me. All it tells me is you're never going to get that 3 at this point. It does worry me. that I don't know. Well, I, I think a 3 is coming. We'll get the 3. We'll just have to buy all of these characters again. <laughs> I know. It does make you think that, you know, when we come to 3, what do they plan to do? I mean, like, we can sit here and say, oh, they got so much content they can cover from, like, you know, Dragon Ball Online, because they do. They, I mean, it's clearly the premise. You know, Mira and Toa come from Dragon Ball Online and everything. But it's at the same time, it's just like, are, are they going to do that? Or are they just going to appeal to whatever you know like you know current super arcs or you know what i don't know they, they, probably, they've done so much i i assume that with that they'll trim trim the fat a little bit on like early arc stories and then actually do like in-depth arcs for some, what some of this dlc content's been for right because dlc stuff usually like if it comes with missions and that it's usually like one to two missions so it's like I would assume they would just expand upon all of the newer arc stuff and try to do like an actual story for it. Gotcha. Well, one day we'll get our Xenoverse three, hopefully. Uh, probably not. Come on, man. Got to stay positive. I doubt it. Got to stay positive. Come on, guys. It'll happen eventually. I don't know when, but it'll happen eventually. Give it like two more years. Two more years. We'll get two more years worth of Xenoverse two content, and then Xenoverse three will finally happen. We'll finally get announced. So give it time. Give it time. All right, how's everything on our script for the week? Uh, boys, last thoughts on anything we chat about here today? I mean, no, not really. John, anything nah. from you? Okay. All right, I'm going to hit the music then. Final thoughts, boys. We're getting out of here. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you're watching this on YouTube live with us, you can hit the subscribe and definitely help us out. You can also go to Gamesthetics YouTube and subscribe there so we can get that URL changed. And that'll make Alex really happy. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, do everything he said and more. And uh, if you made it all the way through uh, to the end of the, this uh, live stream with us, well, thank you very much. And hopefully you'll come back and join us next week. Yeah, uh, make sure to do everything they said as well. Check us out at our website, sparky3.com. You can sign up for free or you can sign up for five bucks a month. We definitely appreciate that. Uh, keep an eye out for, um, you know, the Agent Inc. stuff. Uh, we should hopefully have some stuff uh, coming out with them here in a couple weeks. Really excited for the future with Agent Inc. Uh, and again, with these live shows, they will be coming out. We will be going live every Saturday for the most part. Uh, about 6 p.m. Central Standard Time is when we'll actually get started. So make sure to subscribe to the channel and just tune in for that every week. We definitely appreciate it. If you watched after the fact, we appreciate you as well. Or if you listen to the audio, we appreciate you no matter what. Uh, with all that said, uh, until next time, guys, have a good one. Uh, see you next week. Bye.